All right, joining me in studio right now, it's David James, davidjamesmusic.ca. If you're looking to find him on Twitter, cool note here, real underscore David James, <laughs> because you've got another guy named David James. There's like a couple of them. There is. There's a singer in Ireland. There's a soccer player. I found it intriguing because there are a few <laughs> Matt Weavers as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a Matt Weaver that actually just came to Southwestern Ontario recently. I believe he's with NASCAR or, or some uh, racing faction. He was in southwestern Ontario the other day. And there's another Matt Weaver who's a producer for the Rock of Ages musical on Broadway. So you're not even the cool Matt no, Weaver? No, I know. That's <laughs> Me right? too, man. I'm having an identity <laughs> crisis. It's like, so wait, you've got a soccer player and a... And an Irish singer. And an Irish singer. How do I carve out my identity in yeah. this crowded society? Do you find it frustrating, though? Because like, <laughs> I, So when I went to other David James's Twitter yeah. feed, he's got a pinned tweet that says, I am not country singer David James. <laughs> Go see. I don't know if you saw that before, but his Twitter actually directs you to your account. I haven't seen it, but uh, I'd like to take this moment thank you david james yeah thank you for the directions <laughs> and the like even people that don't know you they're like oh well i might as well check this might out. as yeah. well go check him out he, he sounds to, cool he's gonna send you an invoice for a check <laughs> <laughs> so it's great to have my david james here real david james on twitter also active on uh, facebook and instagram there and uh, when i was watching on instagram i guess it was i can't remember the date but it would have been in the last few weeks looks like downtown kids is doing pretty darn good yeah it's uh it's such a special song too because it's just got this totally nostalgic fun vibe vibe to it and uh the first time i played it live i definitely you know had some goosebumps which i knew i knew people were going to connect with the song and and uh the real uh the real testament for me was i showed my dad who's actually not a huge fan of country music but i showed him the song and right away he started uh just going back to all these stories he had when he was a kid with his brother and and with his friends and all the trouble that they used to get into and uh, for us to kind of have that moment uh generated by the song was super cool and so I had kind of an initial idea that, okay, yeah, maybe people are really going to get into this one. But uh, response so far has just been totally incredible. It's, uh, I think we're almost just, just under a million uh, streams on, on streaming services right now, which is crazy. Yeah, super, super cool. So and it's still a really fresh track. So I uh, feel very, very fortunate. When I first heard it, I thought, that's David. Like, because what I know mm-hmm. you is, is, is a friendly guy. A guy who has emotions and can wear his heart in his sleeve sometimes, yeah. but also a relaxed guy and a fun guy. Like, there's a lot of different hats that David James can wear. But as soon as I heard this song, I thought, that's him. And yeah. it fit you. Yeah, it, it was uh, very intentional to try and get into the studio for this last record and and record, like you said, fun, upbeat songs, songs that were really reflective of who I am as a person. Because uh, I love to, you know, be a big personality sometimes. And uh, at the same time, you know, really write and record songs that people were going to really be able to connect and relate to, right? Because that's what being a country singer is all about. It's just kind of making songs for everybody's lives, whether it's, you know, a party song, fun song, nostalgic like this one. So for people to really kind of connect with this song is really special to me because it also is a really meaningful song for me as well. I feel like this record and the songs you've been putting out are thinking about the live show a little bit. Totally, yeah. Yeah, I got that vibe from it. Like a lot of people sometimes they put out a lot of ballads and, and they get great success with them and then they realize it doesn't translate to the stage. Yes, and that's totally, you couldn't have been more accurate there. We uh, we love to have a lot of energy on stage. And I think with the, the last record, as, as well as some of the songs did, it didn't, 
it translates well live, but we we needed a little more variety and uh, for yeah, yeah and and you know I'm a really energetic guy especially on stage yeah. and so we really wanted songs that showcased what our band likes to do like we just like to go and just sweat all over the place and and jump around and have a great time and and so that's what these songs have been all about as well and and just the initial response from playing them live it's it's super amazing is so. it tough to wrap your mind around changing a direction like that. No, you know, I think it's still uh, still me as yeah. an artist. You know, I think it's uh, it's still you know songs that I'm supposed to be singing and and songs I'm really proud of. And and I don't think it's you know too outside of the box in that sense. But I think every artist you always want to push the mold a little bit and you want to take that next step musically. And and I think for me it looks like you know uh, the response has been great. So it looks like we're just going to keep moving in the right direction and keep trying to get better. And that's that's what it's always been about. Good for you. David James in studio with us. DavidJamesMusic.ca and uh, pick up the single Downtown Kids wherever you buy music. So I'm happy you're here today because you've been out west for a little while and you haven't come to visit us in a while here. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's been a it's been a great summer so far. We've uh we actually got to go on the road recently with Chad Brownlee and and Paul Brandt and it's been super super fun so far. Chad's a great guy. Does he still have the big beard? He's still got a beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. we to, yeah, he's no, he's he's great. I actually uh, my very first tour, I got to go out on the road with him uh, for a handful of dates, and so he's always been a bit of a mentor to me, and and just such a great friend, and and really really uh, easy to talk to and learn from. So I love watching that guy. I mean, he's just his voice is something else, and and they put on a great show. So it's always always fun to to be able to just you know shoot the breeze with them a little bit, and then also. Uh, get to learn, you know, how he handles himself and uh, how he puts on a show. And, and just seeing him before his live performances, just how in the zone he is. I mean... I didn't know that. He's like he's like if you watch the NHL playoffs and they show like a hockey goalie, super intense and focused before the game. That's totally how he is. But he's, he's a hockey guy. Yeah, he goes so through like... He's got like breathing techniques <laughs> and meditates really? and, and stuff. But it's really... Yeah, it's but it's really, really cool. It's uh, And, you know, it just shows you how important it is that these people are coming to see them perform, how important it is for him to really be putting on a great show. So we learned a lot from him, and so it was nice to reconnect earlier this summer as well. Man, I would just spend the whole time trying to mess with what he was doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, we want to be invited back. Well, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like when people are even like counting like pennies, like one, two, I'm always like 20, 42. I yeah, just you're that guy. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I never said once I was a good person. They just let me be on the radio is all I'm saying. Um, so it's cool that you came down here today. You're kind of doing a radio tour right now, and you're showcasing – a skill of yours, which I could say was kind of like maybe a first job type thing, or, or? yeah, yeah. I uh, I've been a bartender since I was of legal age, um, but you know it's it's how I pay. I for feel my... like there's more story to that, just the way you <laughs> said legal. I'll tell you mine if you tell me it yours. It may have been slightly before that, <laughs> uh, but you know I may have lied on my job interview. But uh, I really wanted to do it. It seemed cool, but you know what? It's uh, yeah. So I bartended. Uh, Pretty much most of my adult life, I had to to pay for my first couple of records, and and it's good to have a side hustle to try and turn your passion into a reality. So for me, it's uh, it was just you know a job at first, but I really got into the creative aspect of it. You know, being a creative mind. So I've done some mixology competitions, and uh, I've helped uh, a couple of cocktail bars with uh, design a cocktail menu. No doubt. Uh, previously, so it's it's something I really enjoy, and 
And uh, and it's just a great party trick. You know, the buddies come over, you know, sitting on the patio. It's nice to be able to whip up a few mojitos or whatever it is. And So is your talent with the mixing and the ingredients, or are you more of a flair bartender? Oh, I can't do It's you not Tom Cruise and cocktail. No, it's... Uh... <laughs> My buddy Rookie, when I used to work at The Honest Lawyer, because I'm of the same background. I'm yeah. kitchen guy, bartender myself. And um, our buddy Rookie back in the day, he'd be flipping these bottles all the time. And I used to think, like, every single time he throws, there goes 40 bucks because I just broke the 40. Ounce. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely don't do that. I'm not... Uh, I'm not that coordinated. Okay, okay. Okay, so tell us about your mixing skills. And from what I hear, you've been making kind of different drinks on the road here. Is that what's happening? Yeah, you know, we just thought it would be fun. It's summertime, and uh, people are always looking for an excuse to drink. At least I am. Yeah. So it's, I thought it would be fun to kind of go around and, and just make a different cocktail for, you know, for radio. And uh, and it's just honestly, like, it's just such a, a great uh, conversation piece for like any party, like if you're having people over, it's just it's just a fun thing to do. It's just a fun it. it's just a fun skill yeah. to have. And so if I can help people with that a little bit, you know, help spice up their patio days, it's it's all good. Also, side bonus: when people get a couple drinks in them, music sounds better. All of a sudden, <laughs> maybe they want my buy music some sounds way better when you're half cut. So <laughs> no, I will just, just on that, no, no, no. But just on that thought, I have a rule with records. People always say, Weaver, what did you think of this? And my response is always, I will not tell you until I've listened to. It happy until I've listened to it sad until I've listened to it drunk. That's my rule with music, right? <laughs> so I won't give you a review until I've done that. It's a good rule. That's that's how I listen to most classic classic records now is on vinyl, and I'll pour myself a glass of scotch or whatever okay. it is, and just you know listen to the record. Scotch guys. So is scotch our drink? We're, so for those listening, uh, we're doing an interview right now. We're having this conversation mm-hmm. after this interview, which you might be listening to at a later date. David's going to go out and make some drinks. Can we talk about the drink you're going to make? Right we now? could talk about the drink. Okay, so what what did you come up with for us? We're going to do a black currant whiskey cocktail with a little bit of ginger beer in there. What? So it's going to be loosely based off a of Moscow Mule, which is usually vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. And you went with ginger because I have a ginger beard. Well, you know, I I was <laughs> going to make sneaky, that connection, sneaky. but you beat me to it. <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> but we'll call it the Weaver's Ginger. Oh, nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, be, so... I'm going to be drinking this all day tomorrow with Moxies, I'll tell you what. And a little bit of the black currant in there gives it like a dark red tinge yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so as a mixologist, let's talk about how you choose these ingredients and how they work together. Yeah, I think it's just uh, it's a lot of flavor uh, profiling and just knowing to how to pair the right flavors. It's the same as cooking, right? Uh, and I think uh, for me it's just uh, I, people talk about, hey, you can only pair a certain drink with a certain food or wine or whatever. I just think that's crazy. I think if, you know, make something you enjoy, that's that's a number one rule, I think, of cooking and mixology. Just make something delicious. So, like, I'm watching Cutthroat Kitchen last night, and sometimes they say, okay, there's there's too much of this. We need a different texture. Does texture come into play with drinking, too? Totally, yeah. yeah. So there's different ways around that. Actually, a really popular technique is to use egg whites in, in cocktails, which people what? get people get freaked out. They're like, oh, my gosh, Not salmonella. I've never heard of it. Yeah, so people, people get worried. They're like, oh, salmonella or something, but it's... It's, you're more likely to get salmonella from broccoli than you are from egg whites. There's just no salmonella in egg whites. Uh, it's you in just the blew egg my yolk. mind again. That's a whole other yeah. conversation for another time. So it's, in the, it's in the yolk. But yeah, anyways, so uh, yeah, you shake egg whites into a drink and it gives it like a creamy, frothy texture. It gives it a little, little bit of a head on top and it's just, uh, it's fantastic. And there's just different things you use. I use a lot of fresh herbs. So we're going to shake in some fresh herbs, which is going to give like the drink like a lot of aroma and stuff like that. Good for you. This is great. So I'm going to throw out an idea if you haven't thought of it yet. When you blow up big, and it's on the way. Uh, my, my favorite meet and greet so far is Zach Brown Band because they do barbecues for their fans who come to meet cool. with them. You got to mix the drinks. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like instead of they just standing there for that awkward photo, come out 
every you make up a giant like tell people what you're making. I don't know. I'm, people can't see me shaking my giant mixing glass right now, but I'm shaking this abnormally large mixing glass. It's an you, odd way yeah. of shaking. I gotta say it's that. Big. Yeah, it looks like you're doing the, the macarena. Nobody or something. can see this right now. I'm shaking my whole body in front of David James to produ- produce my thought. <laughs> but then you just pour everybody a quick drink, shake some hands, and then you're out of there. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. You know, I, that's honestly what I enjoy most is meeting country fans are the best. You yeah. know, and they're just they're always just real cool people, and they just want to have a good time. They're down to have a few drinks and just hang out, right, and shoot the breeze. So uh, maybe you're onto something there. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So let's talk about uh, you. Uh, the music is doing well right now. Uh, the outlook on life is clearly doing well right now. <laughs> Summertime is upon us, but uh, do we, are we looking forward at this point? Or yeah, yeah, we're already uh, working on the next record, and we've really? got some. Yeah, we wow. got some, we got some more shows uh, to to fill out the summer, and it's going to be great. I'm really excited to have uh, CCMA's back in Ontario. That you know, right. fair, I I was talking on the way here with my. My road manager, but we think I mean London was has got to be the best CCMAs we've we've ever been to. Really? Just the just the energy and excitement from the fans was just insane. I I remember walking uh, on the green carpet and just the amount of people that were there and just super passionate and super fun and and super respectful. It was it was really really special. So hopefully Hamilton can come come close. I don't know if it's going to top London, but hopefully it comes close. And I think that's going to be a really great. Um, Really great feather in the cap of the summer, for sure. Shots fired, Hamilton. There you go. Shots fired. He's working on some new stuff. We can catch you at Blue Mountain this summer, too, right? Yeah, we're, we're up near Collingwood there. It's actually going to be my first uh, total headlining show ever, which is which, super great. So Ontario's... Yeah, so so Ontario and, and uh, you know, around the GTA, too, has just been... Uh, Super, super great to me and, and always been really big supporters. So it's going to be really exciting to have that opportunity. A little different doing a 90-minute set as opposed Just to a 45. Just set times and how you fill it out a little bit. But uh, we're going we're gonna to have some fun with it. we got some really cool covers that we like to do. You know, I've got uh, an eclectic music taste. And, and we're going to keep it fun and fresh for people. And, and honestly, I mean... It's right near, you know, Collingwood and all that. It's beautiful. We're gonna we're gonna take a couple of days, maybe rent a boat and just kind of hang out with me and the band. So I want to guess time. your covers now. I, I did this with Madeline Merlot and Rivertown Saints. Rivertown Saints always rap. Madeline was doing um, a Fleetwood Mac song on the road this year. Oh, cool. Are you are you rapping? No, no. So music. Are we talking nineties? No, we uh, we usually take it pretty old school. Actually, oh, we're talking seventies. Yeah. Okay. 70s David James. So classic rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or more of a folk rock. No, no, you're getting you're getting classic there. rock. Yeah. Stones. No, we're no. we go a little more epic. A little more epic than the Stones. Yeah. So it's got to be Led Zeppelin. We do Led Zeppelin. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so usually cover whole I'll leave it at that yeah. so we don't blow it, right? Yeah, but I yeah, just like yeah. to guess. I figured you might be a Zeppelin guy. I've uh, yeah, I've always just loved huge <laughs> melodies and great singers, and uh, you know, I've I've been blessed with a, a really great range, and so I just you know, it's fun to just you know just let put the put the pedal down sometimes and let the guys show off too. Oh, that's yeah. that's the most fun is just letting the guys really show off on their instruments, and and we just have a blast with it. Zeppelin. Fun fact: If anybody doesn't know, if you ever see me in my red chucks, it's because I once saw Robert Plant wearing red chucks. No way. Yeah, that's why I wear. Red oh, that's over. really cool. <laughs> David James, y'all. David Music.ca, pick up his record downtown kids uh, wherever you can find music wherever you grab yours and thanks for coming in man thank you so much